0: Now is the time to tell tales of the unaccountable.
1: Zombie, what do you fear?
0: What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story.
2: Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing your bag to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I am MB. MB, you're alive. Ah. Oh, God, what
0: are these? What are these my hands? Anyway. Look, uh, I, I don't have... To, I, I've never had fingers before.
2: Really? Was it that like a... Uh, birth defect, or... You never told me about that before.
0: Yeah, the thing is, I I kind of have bionic fingers. Um, Bionic, interesting. Yeah, they they don't really work or anything, they just kind of look cool. I kind of bang my hand against things to... I knock stuff over a lot, I don't really pick up anything, I've never really grabbed onto any... I don't know the sensation of grabbing onto something.
2: But how how do you know if they're bionic?
0: Because they say bionic on them
2: did you draw bionic on them or is that what they say
0: i like to think they said bionic before they were painted
2: what did you paint them to look like batman like bat thumb kind of thing like little just just a lot of
0: batman logos
2: oh okay i thought you like drew a face on there and then like a bat cape and stuff and then it's like you got you know five by batman on your hand and then you sometimes talk to them and go "Ooh, batman and then i have (laughs) don't be silly okay (laughs) i'm
0: sorry this is this is serious okay i have a defect
2: we all have defects
0: anyway oh oh god oh oh oh, jeez oh god
2: Emmy, Emmy, stop stop pulling your hands around it's okay it's okay you don't have to hurt anymore
0: i just want to live i just want to be normal
2: and be face to lake, and I'll tell you about the rabbits again. I will tend to the rabbits. <laughs> anyway, Pulp Nightmare, the podcast that we Yeah, have.
0: that's how we came back.
2: Yeah, of uh, mice and men reference, and you having no fingers. Yeah. Business What's as my... usual here on Pulp Nightmare.
0: What is it with us? Like, do you ever wonder sometimes like, how our minds work? Like how do they go from this to this to this to this to this?
2: I I like having the ability to sleep at night. Okay. So I I try not to ruminate on those kind of yeah ideas. Uh, life is hard, MB. Yeah. Life is very hard. And it's
0: very cruel too.
2: It's cruel. It is so cruel. Uh, for instance. Oh. I take showers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's...
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just like saying that. Like, uh, it's a big deal. I like got hey. Mr. Broadway, for instance, because I take showers. Broadway. Yeah, I miss that. Even uh, though we talk all the time, and you still say it, but yeah. the audience doesn't
0: know that. The audience
2: doesn't know. Um. So you take showers?
0: That's That's interesting.
2: To, to get clean and stuff, you know, I take showers, hot showers with water, uh, warm water. You know,
0: they say that's bad for your skin.
2: Um. I don't care. I'm going to die at some point, probably by my own hand. But um.
0: I mean, probably.
2: Most likely I have plans laid out, written down. I've seen them. In a folder.
0: I've seen the folder. It's
2: it's very nice. It's in a safe.
0: I haven't seen the safe.
2: The safe's new. But so as you – as it happens when you take a shower, there's you know steam and fog and things. Yeah. I mean I don't know how you take a shower there where you live in MB's world, but in Mike's world, hot water causes fog.
0: Well, look, because I don't have fingers, I can't twist the dial, so I kind of have to – I, there's a bucket involved. Um,
2: How do you scoop, though?
0: <sighs>
2: Listen, we don't need to get into the logistics of your uh, no, no fingers here. Yeah. Because um, we'll be here toe, all day.
0: My toe muscles, by the way. That was the answer.
2: Oh, why well, you would have like monkey-like feet, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. I have to make up for my deficiency. I'm like Daredevil. Yeah? Except I, I, I'm I not a lawyer, and I don't fight crime. and I, I do fight bullseye, oddly, but that's that's completely different. Isn't that Bullseye the Assassin? He's just kind of a dude who's calls himself Bullseye. He's kind of mentally not there. Brings my mail. It's, it's kind of weird. But that's that was a piece of my life.
2: So it's showers. Yeah. Um so the the other day, you know, taking you take a shower every day. I would hope so. Talking Me? to you people at home. Oh. I'm talking to you too, MB, but I you know, I I know water's expensive. But um I think this was this was Sunday, so, you know, Friday, nothing. Everything was normal. Saturday, nothing. Everything was normal, you know. Place fogged up like normal, and everything was fine. So you,
0: had, so you had two nice, normal showers. That's Is there a point to this? Like,
2: I'm not in the third shower yet. By the way, I go on Tumblr in the shower now. It's relaxing.
0: How is that possible? My phone. Like, is your phone waterproof? What? Uh,
2: No, I could get a waterproof case for it, but... Instead, I just have to be, you know, a little diligent with where I hold it.
0: Oh. That seems bizarre. Also, your wrists don't get clean, then.
2: No, I mean, I put my phone away and wash at some point, but that's not the point.
0: Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I keep questioning the logistics with this. I I apologize.
2: I take my showers very seriously. There is nothing but logistics involved. But, um... So on Sunday I take a shower, I get out, I look at the fogged-up mirror, as you do. Yeah. And in the mirror uh traced out in the fog, is the face of what I can only call a demonic entity.
0: Now, are you sure this wasn't just a doodle of maybe, like, I don't know, uh, Hugh Grant?
2: Well, while Hugh Grant and the demonic entity do look similar, mainly due to the teeth... Yeah. Either way, I did not put that there. There was nobody else in my house all weekend. This just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, you know, it, it had uh, it was pretty much just the side of a face. It was like it was peeking out from the uh, from the old mirror. It had long wavy like strands of hair, uh, like a skull like nose and beady eyes. Like around the eyes was actually uh, a traced out, within a little dot in the middle for its eye. And then there's some other little lines in there for its face, for detail. Um, next day, wasn't there.
0: Now did like What did you do when you saw it?
2: I looked at it. I mean, did you,
0: it. like, am I, I'm more interested, like, did you touch the mirror at any point?
2: No. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I kind of wanted to leave it there to see if it reappeared on its own. It did not. That was the only time I've seen it. So that's weird. Um, I'm not sure how to take that. MB, I'm frightened.
0: Like I gotta be honest, I think you're being haunted by Hugh Grant.
2: I would be okay. With, I mean, Hugh Grant's career, I would be okay with that because you know, ultimately, you know, better than Bruce Jenner. Yeah, but
0: I mean, Hugh Grant's a good guy. He, he he wouldn't. He wouldn't like kill your family or anything.
2: That's arguable, but... (laughs) I know
0: you've said that.
2: (sighs) I I admit, the demon face is a little weird. I I didn't think much of it at the time, but thinking back on it, it's disturbed me a little bit more each time. It was a disturbing face, I have to admit, but I was a little amused by it.
0: My question is, like, why didn't you take a picture of it?
2: I wasn't sure uh, if a picture would turn out. Also, I was naked at the time, and I wasn't sure how much of my reflection, in spite of the uh, fog up of the mirror, it would actually catch.
0: Okay, now, you got out of the shower, you saw this, you went, you got dressed, did you ever go back in the bathroom to see, like, that night?
2: Yeah, I did. It was, it, it de- the room defogged pretty quickly, so.
0: But you didn't see, like, any sort of, like, marks on the mirror or.
2: No pentagrams or anything like that. I I do admit, I still can kind of see where the hair is. Uh, So maybe that was a coincidence. The rest of the face, though, is completely gone. Hmm. I mean, maybe, you know, it was just... I have no explanation. But I might have my soul eaten in some way.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think you're in danger there, because... It's you, so... I'm sorry, that may have been inappropriate at the time. Um... Yeah, back to your fears regarding this, Um, have you considered maybe that – like, when did you get the house? Like, did you get it from a prior occupant, maybe with some trouble?
2: Like drug trouble? Or murder?
0: Or, you know, worse, like, trouble?
2: Not the exact previous occupant, but beyond that, I have no idea. So it's possible – Okay. I mean, it so, looks like a, a house you could do cult stuff in. Not that I've thought about this before.
0: No, no, right. I, of course not.
2: Listen, Embiid, before you move into a place, you really have to consider all that could be done with it. Like, I could do any number of things with the closet. Uh, this is
0: kind of a mini tangent, but I've always wanted a walk-in closet. It has, it has no real purpose or anything. It's just, it, it'd it be nice to have.
2: Walk-in closets are pretty pimp, I have to admit. It's, kind of, it's fun just to go in there and stand.
0: Yeah. Like it makes it makes you feel like a big shot feels like you can take on the world when you have a walk-in closet
2: yeah like just outfits in there you can put them all it, it feels like um like comedians hidden closet and watchmen
0: yeah yeah I would imagine like if you had that you would stroll into it uh, in a trench coat and a fedora uh, for some reason a light would be flickering
2: I've always wanted to like have comedians closet but just fill it with crap just open it up and like my microphone's there. My get, the gift mask would still be there, of course. But then it's just the outfit I wear every day—just dark jeans and a black t-shirt.
0: You was have the two Colts with you know the smiley faces on them.
2: Exactly. There's a picture of me shaking Kennedy's hand.
0: One that you actually photoshopped yourself, so it's really sad.
2: And it's really badly photoshopped. Like I'm in color, he's not. <laughs>
0: Like there's an outline around you. Like you didn't cut it or
2: like out properly. I I didn't even Photoshop it. I just cut a picture of myself. Like I was, yeah, it was me standing next to somebody else. I cut the other person out of it, and then just taped it to him shaking somebody's hand, and I put it over the other person. So it seems like he's shaking, um, like the stomach. He's like putting his hand inside me of a giant version of me that's cut off at the knees.
0: Like you really didn't think this through.
2: It's my sad little mic closet. Yeah. With my Mike little dreams.
0: Yeah. Your Mike little fantasies and your Mike Little. Little white jokes. lies.
2: Anyway. So Demons MB.
0: Yeah. We're um, all haunted by them. Listen to Blow the Bible Belt on Pulp Podcast Network.
2: Uh I um, the Demon thing I I all joking aside, it was weird. It was a weird occurrence. I mean, I've dealt with like weird stuff like that before, but the demon face was a new one.
0: Um, You've actually talked about it before on the podcast, where you at one point saw a pillow that wasn't in the spot it was, or something like. You you talked about it in your living room.
2: Yeah, that was my that was my old house. That was some weird shit that went down in that house. Did I ever tell you about the? Um, we're not we're we're going to get to the actual topic we're starting the show for in a minute. But I ever told you about uh, when I was a baby? My parents actually uh, had like. Very. Um, I'm trying to figure out the exact wording for this. Pretty upfront paranormal activity, like more like I, like the stuff that I, I've I've seen some stuff before, like um like after my grandfather died, I've seen some stuff that I won't talk about, but and then other stuff that I talked about happened in the other house, but this was like a little bit more on the frightening variety of things. I ever This was about?
0: this was full on like Amityville horror.
2: I wish though that does explain a lot about me. Um, Margot Kidder just runs in covered in blood. I'm coming apart! Anyway, <laughs> um, we need to watch my... <laughs> yeah, me, Horror. Fucking love that movie. Anyway. Um, later. later. Yeah, later. Um, But, when I I, was, I don't know how old I was. I don't think I was a year old yet. My parents lived in this house. It's just the same thing happened pretty much every night. Maybe not every single night, but often. Um, first off, um... We've always had this grandfather clock that's always been very sensitive when you walk by it. Like it, like it, when it vibrates, you know, it chimes on, a little bit on the inside because they hit each other. Mm. Uh, you know, the weights kind of bounce into the chains a little bit, so it kind of makes a sound. It's all kind of white noise because it happens every time you walk by it. So at night, uh, after they have gone to bed, uh, I don't think they even had a dog uh, – there was a dog in the house at this point or anything. Yeah, there, would, there wouldn't be. I think they got rid of JD, JD at that point, but – um, and everybody was asleep, you know, I was in my crib at the time, still sleeping that, it's very comfortable, it's crammed in there.
0: You also wear a onesie, that was...
2: It's creepy. The, yeah. Uh, where's my lolly, goddammit, but... Yeah. If you keep asking for milk, it's, it's... Uh... So, uh, well, <laughs> everybody has a fetish in me. Um, they would hear the grandfather clock, uh, chime like somebody was walking past it. Of course, that could be the house settling or anything else, uh... They would then proceed to hear footsteps going up the stairs to the second floor where their bedroom is. They would then continue to hear the footsteps going down the hallway, and then they would usually stop at their bedroom. Um, The most – this happened a lot of the times. The most frightening occurrence of this – I mean there was one time, I think one of the first times it happened. My my father uh, jumped out of bed and uh, ran out because he thought that somebody had broken into the house. Uh, the most frightening occurrence, though, was the footsteps. My parents' doors. I don't think. I don't think it was. I think it may have been completely. Now it would have been completely closed, but uh, it was closed. And footsteps down the hallway, as usual. And they were listening for it. And my my mother says she was she was laying there, not really paying that close attention to it. And then suddenly, my father just just stood up in bed, like just sat up straight. And that's because the footsteps stopped at their door, and then their door just opened, like really fast, just opened. And it has, like, occurred to me on occasion, like, like, I was a baby at the time, like, alone in my crib, and I don't have any memory of that, but it's like, it would be fucked up if I saw some weird shit while in my, like, my bedroom alone.
0: Like, stuff you couldn't possibly remember.
2: Yeah. It's occurred to me on occasion. kind of weirds me out.
0: Yeah. Would... Yeah, I. I mean... I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I, I have a very acute fear of stuff like that. Like, I mean, you know of my fear of a certain film. Yes. That was partially rooted in reality because I used to hear stories all the time of, um, like we have kind of like a weird family history where half the family is normal. Half the family kind of dabbles in weird stuff, but. Um, at one point, there was an aunt on my mother's side of the family who had a mirror and began to see things in
2: I don't really like this story, but go on.
0: Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. I tried to get the mirror uh, destroyed. Tried to burn it. Didn't burn. Tried to smash it. Didn't smash. Tried to destroy it. All manner of things and nothing would it it eventually just had to collect dust because they tried to get rid of it and they for some reason like it, I've never actually like heard the details behind this but they for some reason couldn't so I have from a very young age I've always really just avoided stuff like that like in fiction and in real life and, and just it in general just have tried to avoid stuff like that so this is really not good for me um to imagine any of that but yeah i can't exactly say that i don't believe that stuff like that can happen because i <laughs> i mean what is fear if not based in reality
2: yeah i'm terrified right now by the way yeah uh yeah I, my thing is it's like it's um kind of like sharks I, see, I like something... I like and believe in sharks. I don't want to actually meet a shark.
0: I that's that's where you and I differ because I want to meet a shark. Well, it's
1: not, like
0: well, what's not the... like in open water or anything because that would be it would be insanity. But like I've often wanted to go like there's there are like shark exhibits and stuff like that. I've always wanted to like see sharks up close and personal in like the best possible like contained way possible.
2: And you know what? You're you're right. That that was a bad example. Serial killers. I would not want to meet a serial killer. I like serial well, killers. Well, I shouldn't have like, said that. But let's let's I, say
0: that like you were writing a story or something, and you went to a prison and you can meet one like in the prison.
2: Uh, yeah, I would do that. What
0: I'm saying is this: this one doesn't hold up either.
2: Yeah. Um. I I wouldn't want to meet an alien. Um because that'd be I mean I wouldn't want to be like experimented on by said alien, but
0: but you want to meet the alien
2: yeah, I want to meet an alien I mean who wouldn't um
0: would, uh, here's here's my question would you like try to ask it questions or would you just kind of would you yeah. not try to engage it like would you just see what it did
2: uh a little bit of both probably uh because I'd have to hold myself back because I'd probably annoy it very quickly. Yeah, probably. You would. You would. What you doing? <laughs> um. Oh, I got a bigger. I got a better example. Okay. Hugh Grant. I believe in Hugh Grant. I, I like. Uh, I, See, I enjoy Hugh Grant.
0: On, you and I are one hundred percent on the same
2: page right here. Yeah, but I would never want to actually meet Hugh Grant. Yeah. Uh, I would never want Hugh Grant to be in my house. No. I would yeah, never want would to come be, face to face with Hugh It yeah. would be
0: dirty. be Dirty.
2: Um, but I, I, I like the idea of studying Hugh Grant from afar. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And, uh, interested in stories of people who have, uh, who have encountered Hugh Grant. But I would not want to actually, uh, have lunch with Hugh Grant. Yeah. At any point in my life, ever. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the day, uh, that I die, and then I can, uh, find out the mysteries of Hugh Grant. Um, but actually, uh, meeting Hugh Grant is completely out of the out of the question. Yeah, like
0: like you actually had a couple of times where you could have, but you you ran from them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I just I, he he was in town. He paged me. It was the late eighties. I just I just couldn't do it.
0: This is not long after the whole crib incident.
2: Uh, I mean, I I was eighteen months old. Yeah, but you know,
0: you were you were doing well though. You had your own pager.
2: I had my own pager. That uh, that wonderful penthouse. On Malibu, but that was a different life, M B. That was a different life. So yeah, the paranormal.
0: Mike Napier was a great man, but that
2: was another life. (laughs) Uh, That was the closest to a paranormal episode we've ever done.
0: Yeah, and considering this is a podcast that doesn't really have topics, that's kind of surprising.
2: Yeah, it is surprising we haven't done one sooner. I could talk up some paranormal, but uh, we're not here to talk about paranormal further.
0: Yeah. To be fair, it's like I think we did do kind of ones. Like I think the second episode was kind of rooted in that, but we went into ridiculous territory. Like
2: uh, you know. Oh, yeah. There was
0: what I would do if I was a ghost.
2: Oh yeah, I, I had a, a late night talk show in hell where I talked to death properties. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Well. Anyway. Yeah,
0: listen listen to episode two of Pulp Nightmare.
2: Or don't. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want. We're not. We're
0: not trying to. We're not trying to force you into anything. We just. We just really want listenership.
2: Listen to episode fifty. Great episode. Yep. Anyway. uh, Heroes in there. Yeah. um, (laughs) But um, you know, ghosts aside, and me possibly being dragged out of my bed one late night, and you know, being possessed by something aside.
0: Uh, Demon mirrors aside. aside,
2: uh, Yeah, Hugh Grant aside. We have something else that's not actually paranormal, but is creepy like it's paranormal to talk about.
0: And I just got to say, you've been holding this back for some time.
2: Since October, and this is the end of January.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to say the actual time because I figured you'd want to preserve the mystery, but
2: – Eh, fuck anyway. okay. it. Yeah. You uh, went
1: for it. Yeah, fuck it. i just...
2: Okay, I also just found out on the news site, Daily Mail, uh, that I'm looking at, a picture of Hugh Grant off to the side. So, that's weird. Moving on. Two pictures of Hugh Grant, I'm sorry. What? Uh, Two different stories about Hugh Grant.
0: I think your computer is haunted.
2: Uh, Oh, God, I'm seeing images in it. Anyway. Oh, wait, no, that's just Google Chrome. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going to tell you about a figure in Switzerland.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm just going to stop you right there. Um, figure, as in human. It is human. Okay. Okay. <laughs> God, I, I, I didn't want to go on with our other topic throughout the rest of the episode. I'm, I'm sorry.
2: It's okay. okay. Now this is from uh, September. This is when I, fir- uh, well, this article is from September, but I first read about this in like October. Uh, the first time this has come to my attention, because then, for the first time in 10 years, the figure of Le Loyon has been photographed in Switzerland. He's been, let's see, a mysterious person has been photographed for the first time after apparently wandering around a patch of woodland for the past 10 years. The figure, who is known as Le Leon, has been called Switzerland's answer to the Loch Ness Monster. Why, I don't know.
0: I just, I'm sorry. I have to question that comparison because how is a dude comparable to a fictional dragon?
2: Uh, dragon. I'm just going to say the Daily Mail said that. Oh uh, yeah, well that's true. So they they embellish sometimes. He wears a military uniform and a thick cloak with a gas mask covering his or her face. Don't say anything yet. We'll get there. I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. We will get there. Let me finish this first. Then we can go on our little flight of fancy because I already have an idea. Okay. While he does not seem to be obviously aggressive or dangerous, police are hoping to speak to Leloyan in an effort to encourage him to be less threatening. Mind (laughs) you, all he does is walk. That's it. (laughs) Wait. Wait.
0: (laughs) So the police went out and said, hey, you –
2: Stop stop
0: being scary.
2: (laughs) They they haven't spoken to him yet, but they want to. By the way, MB, I'm about to show you the picture that was taken of him. There it is. That's the only known photograph of Le Leon. He has been reported in the woods of malls in western Switzerland for the past decade, apparently walking the same route every day.
0: You know, the dude just might want to go for a jog. That's possible. It it looks like he's wearing a bedsheet.
2: Kind of. It's a uh, it's a camouflage cloak, camouflage military cloak.
0: I'm bedsheet. I'm sorry. That's just that's all I can see.
2: Let's see. Last month, Lee flowery
0: flowery flowery bedsheet.
2: The flower things are going to be interesting in a minute because he has been seen carrying flowers. (laughs) And that's what's threatening, really. I just it's it's interesting. Let's see. Last month, Lee Madden published what is believed the first ever photograph of the figure. I came across him near the marches, said the unnamed amateur photographer who tracked him down. I approached him up to a dozen meters away. He had a military cape, boots, and army gas mask. An antique type, I think. Uh, he stared at me, then turned his back on me and left in silence. One resident encountered Lee Leon in June last year when the creature, the creature, appeared to be clutching, appeared to be clutching a bunch of flowers. Marianne, uh, Desclop. Uh, Desclo, I think is how you pronounce that, who also lives in the area, told Lee Madden that her running with the Kim came in spring. It was a rainy Sunday, she said. Uh, I just wanted to be dramatic.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of got that. Uh, the Daily Mail isn't the only one embellishing a little.
2: He had a cap, a dark cloak, and his gas mask. What could possibly be going through his head? I don't know. But it was unforgettable and unpleasant.
0: Wait, I he hope- has he has a cap and a gas mask.
2: Yeah, he wears a, he wears a gas mask around for some reason. That's the others testified that Le Leon had terrified their children with his unusual appearance. While it's, while it's said that some women are scared to visit the woods alone, families simply won't go into the forest anymore, a farmer said. Because people get farmers to say shit sometimes. And that Lion Le had been seen. By the way, Le Leon, means, uh, Leon means lion, by the way. Had been seen. Or the warrior, <laughs> I should say. Um, the lion or the warrior.
0: Um, question Why didn't you lead with that? That would have been amazing. Would it? Uh, the lion. He's called the lion. <laughs> hey, hey, go on, go on. I, I, wanna, I, I am endlessly fascinated by this.
2: Le Leone had been seen regularly for over ten years. No one here finds this story funny. There have been number of story, number of theories of the figure's true identity: a mentally ill woman, a gigantic man, or someone suffering from a nasty skin condition. Others suggest that Leleon Leon has de- deliberately chosen a hermit's life, perhaps because he is a survivalist, obsessed with the apocalypse. Despite the terror that many people at coming face-to-face with the mysterious wanderer has felt, he has never shown signs of aggression. The local authorities are keen to get in touch with Leone to reassure their constituent with fears. The situation is delicate because we basically have nothing against this person, said Guy Severy, the municipal officer in charge of force. But since he arouses these fears, we are going to hold a meeting to see if we can find a way to in locating him, discouraging him from behaving as he does. Update time, motherfucker. Uh-oh. So this comes in December. Uh, I'm you pra-
0: you, you served me for a loop.
2: No, I'm uh, kind of reading from my uh, message board here, a little bit, uh, unexplained me- mysteries message board, because uh, the sites uh, or the articles in French, so I kind of have to rely from what these people are saying based on translations and stuff. Uh... Leleone, the mysterious figure who dons a cloak and wears a gas mask while walking the same route in in the Swiss forest, has left behind his rags and mask, as well as his death certificate in the woods. Leleone states that the risk of a hunt for a beast became too great, and the feeling of insecurity grew. This is using Google Translate, unfortunately. Leleone blamed the media for ruining his harmlessness, and also explained why he wore a gas mask. You do not seem to know, Shaysher Masak... You would discover it takes all kinds to make a world. Referring to the Austrian writer Leopold von Sacher-Masoch. Let's say, appear now. It all appears to be more a. It appears to be quote unquote a suicide note, but more um, not a literal one. Essentially, it's a suicide note for the lifestyle he was leading and what he was. But because attention grew too great. After, you know, the media's picked up all of them after the picture and all that, he's abandoned his post. <laughs> so he's rejoined
0: normal society.
2: Let's see. The outfit and the – maybe, but who knows what the fuck he's doing now. The letter and – the outfit and the letter of Leon were found in September, confirming the Fribourg Cantonal Police. Uh, trying to find some more information here? Okay. Okay, Leon decided to commit suicide. This, this mysterious character who people came across on a regular basis in the forest of Mals, wearing a gas mask on his face and a military cloak, has abandoned his old used garments in the forest. His used garments were found accompanied by what he calls the death certificate and will of the ghost of Damals. This letter is published in the communal bulletin of sales, or sols, released last week. Leon accused Lee Matin of murdering a harmless being. By revealing his, his existence, he writes, the risk of a hunt for a beast, for the beast, became too great. This obituary provides commentaries by the trustee of Sauls, Jean-Marc Puget. Since the media coverage of the strange character, Jean-Marc Puget wrote that the feeling of insecurity grew, uh, this is rather good news, a resident says. It was anything but pleasant to cross, it was anything but pleasant to cross paths with him, especially with children. But why did the mysterious late Leon walk around with a gas mask? You might never know, but he left a trail of explanation in his testament-slash-will, speaking of a real therapy of happiness. He says, you not seem to know Sascha-Masak, you will discover that it takes all kinds of people or things to make a world. Austrian writer of 19th century Leopold von Sakramasak is the origin of the term masochism. Hmm.
0: That's,
2: That's curious.
0: True. Yeah.
2: So, punishment for himself for some kind? It's hard to say.
0: Maybe that was why he wore the gas mask. Like... Maybe he was kind of disfigured because he was into self-harm or something.
2: It's possible. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, uh, nobody, nobody ever found out where he lives. There is apparently I um, I don't know any further information, but there is a house that just sits in the middle of the woods in a clearing, like deep deep within the woods. People have found with like, um, using, you know, Google Maps and stuff. Yeah. So no one knows that that belonged to him. Uh, no other trace of him has been found since his, uh, you know, garments and Death certificate la- slash will was found. Since
0: he pulled a Peter Parker,
2: pretty much Léon like, Le no more. He said
0: <laughs> it would have been amazing if they found it in a trash can.
2: <laughs> he in a some, trash can. Then like, some
0: like yeah, some French version of Jay Jonah Jameson said he he's given up, thrown in the towel.
2: Léon Le slayers come after him, but um yeah, he hasn't been seen since Emb. Léon, so, Le the lion, the warrior. <laughs> so, what was your first thought? I had
0: two first thoughts.
2: Um. I know what one is.
0: Yeah, you know what one is. First one Sandman. Sandman, yeah. I mean, Wesley Dodd's Dark Knight Return story, he just. Instead of, you know, waging war against corruption and crime, he decides to have a quiet life where he picks flowers. Yeah. And, you know, um, controls time. But,
2: that's it. Um, Yeah. Everybody has to have a hobby.
0: Yeah. Second one. I think you know what it was. Yes. Matt Johnson.
2: Oh, you went with Matt.
0: No, no. I. So when did you go down there
2: and uh, – This is my theory. Okay. This is time-traveling Mike. Now, this is Mike from 70 years in the future. Oh, my God. We're going back into the metal spiracy. Possibly. So Mike has traveled back in time 70 years in the future and has, and was living in woods in Switzerland with a gas mask. Which you would do. Hey, yeah, that's my retirement life. You would you would do that now if you could. I would. I really, really would.
0: The only thing is, I'm not sure what your stance on flowers is.
2: Well, you got to tidy up your cave. Yeah, I got to make it nice. And...
0: I guess. I guess to be fair, it's like you could have a change within the next seventy years where you you have an appreciation for flowers.
2: Yeah, everybody changes um, and evolves, MB. I mean, obviously, I still keep the love of the gas mask.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's ever going to die.
2: And my love of the cloak.
0: The military cloak, which which fascinates me.
2: Badass military cloak.
0: But so, you yeah. do wonder whether or not this dude was uh, some sort of ex-military
2: or something. It's possible. I mean, seriously, like, what? I mean, yeah, he, he appeared to be harmless and was very taken aback that people were hunting him in some way. Yeah. But... I, like, I don't understand. Oh, uh,
0: like at one point, a Swiss Harvey Dent stood up and it's like, I am Le, Le-,
2: <laughs> Le- Leon.
0: Le- Le- I am the lion. <laughs> he, gets, he gets handcuffed. Christian Bale is there looking really concerned.
2: Um, but yeah, like what do you think Like that was? It just seemed – it fascinated me because it's like a dude who people see every once in a while walking a path in the woods wearing a gas mask and a military camouflage cloak.
0: You know, honestly, like, it seems to me like it's very simple. Like, I think the dude was just, he wanted to live a hermit's life, and he decided, like, the gas mask was probably maybe some form of allergenic, Um, like, he had allergies of some sort, and maybe he wore the mask to kind of fight that because he knew he was going to be spending a lot of time in the woods. Maybe. And then, and then the cloak was for camouflage so that nobody would disturb him.
2: What about the masochism thing, though?
0: Masochism thing does raise eyebrows. Cause like that was
2: his explanation for the gas mask.
0: Maybe he's confused as to what masochism means. Maybe he means, like, I don't know, um, tranquility?
2: Or I don't something? know. It's interesting. It's like, what were the flowers for?
0: I Like you said, somebody's got to tidy up a cave.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that, 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 this story really captured my imagination. I only found the uh, death certificate thing, uh, last night, actually.
0: And you've been sitting on this since October, so that was a, that was a well timed wrinkle.
2: Yeah. So that was the story of Lee Leone, the, the lion. The lion. The, uh, possible insane person who is out there somewhere else now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he he wasn't doing anything. I just like the idea that he's not doing anything threatening. He just looks scary. It's like that clown thing that happened in the uh, UK. I think it was the UK where there was just a scary clown standing around but not actually doing anything, but it was fucking terrifying people.
0: I mean, when you think about it, it's like isn't this the Hulk? Yeah, it's like he just he just looks scary. Like,
2: and it, it, look at that picture and then play Lonely Man in your head. Do 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 do. It's, the, it's still the gas mask that gets me, though. I mean, yeah. I appreciate a good gas mask, but it's like, it seems like you're trying to make yourself look as terrifying as possible.
0: I don't know if it was, like, once again, I don't think the intent was terrifying. I think, I legitimately don't think he wanted to come upon anyone, like, yeah. out in the woods. Like, it seems like he was just a a loner type dude. And yeah, probably insane based off the letter, but... Yeah. Once again, I think it's a lot more simplistic than, like, I don't think there was any reason to maybe make a panic out of it.
2: I, I delved into the letter a little bit more, and it's almost like he feels he transcended in some way by writing that letter. By dying, and then he's, he's moved on. Essentially, like, he's probably gone to further hiding.
0: It was like some kind of weird midlife crisis thing. Like, some dude just decided one day, I'm going to put on a gas mask in the
2: Woods. Yeah, it's weird. And that'll be my life. The Lion. The Warrior. <laughs> Station Bear. Station Bear. Well, that was Leleon, M.B. The Lion. Also, I'm all for us eventually, like, putting on gas masks and living out in the woods as, as hermits Sunday. We still well, record a podcast, but the microphones are coconuts.
0: Well, do we, do we have, like, cool nicknames like he did?
2: Well, he didn't nickname himself, so someone else would have to nickname us.
0: Yeah.
2: Though he did refer so to himself he'll... as the Beast, so that's kind of creepy.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, lots of insane people actually do that. I mean, weirdly, the Beast is not something that is uncommon.
2: If anything, he's unoriginal. Yeah. So, fuck you, Leon. <laughs> what the fuck do you think you are? Oh, some dead. kind of big shot hermit? Fuck you, man. Mr. Broadway. Yeah. I- I'm. I'm it's sorry death. we even talked about you. Fuck you, man. <laughs> You mean your fucking fucking drama queen, death certificate and shit?
0: Mike, 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 Mike. What if he is
2: future Mike and we just insulted him? Eh, future Mike would understand.
0: Well, what if he didn't? Like, what if he decided to wreak terrible vengeance by changing the past and altering our future?
2: Um, it's no skin off my back right now, dude. I'm pretty much okay with it. Fair enough. Why do you think he left his clothes behind?
0: I, I think it's that Spider-Man no more mentality. It's like he's just shedding his... Other self.
2: I like, maybe a, he thought of this as,
0: as, like, his true self, his alter ego.
2: That's, yeah, that's entirely possible. I would explain the costume. There's something about it that just, I he, like, he didn't do anything threatening. Like, he never bothered anybody. But there's still something so creepy about the whole thing. Like, sinister? Yeah, it's just something unnerving. Like, I just, don't know. I like, mean, out, it, out in the woods, there's just this guy who's wearing a gas mask. And military fatigue and a fucking camouflage cape, who's just out there doing things and you don't know what it is.
0: Here's 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 my thing. It sounds threatening and it sounds really sinister and it sounds mysteriously like the start of like a weird horror movie. Then you get to him holding flowers and that just evaporates for me.
2: It's I don't like, know. There's, there's something more disturbing about the flower thing. I don't know what it is. What? <laughs> What? I don't know. It's it's like it, it's the it's the wholesome happy thing with the being held by a dude wearing a gas mask for no reason and a cloak. I cannot stress the cloak enough.
0: Well, once again, it's just like that's that's just a move you would make. Like the gas mask would be one thing. The cloak just seals it.
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I do want to be this guy. I got to admit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lee Leone, everybody. But um I finally got that topic out. I'm happy.
0: I, I have to say, it did not disappoint. I was expecting to be let down with it, but this is just the right amount of weird.
2: Yeah, well, you know, the lion does not disappoint. The, the lion. lion brings it. Well, way, you're going to – all this like, ah, he's just a good guy. There's nothing wrong with him. You should let him be. Wait till he shows up in the woods outside your house. And you're just out there and you just see him walking the same path every day, then disappearing to nothing. Oh! Carrying flowers, carrying a mirror of many faces.
0: I, I think, I, I uh, oh, God.
2: What if he took the gas mask off and his face was a mirror?
0: <laughs> Our life would officially be a Terrence Malick film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, MB, that's been this episode of Pulp Nightmare. I've been Mike. I've been MB. They have pleasant nightmares. Listen next week to another tale
1: of the strange and terrifying. Ah, hello there. I didn't hear you come in. If we haven't met before, my name is Cody Elft. You may know me from such exciting podcasts as Box Office Pulp and Listopia, a 30 part series listing all of life's lists that need to be listed. You may also know me by the following Flexo, Flex Mex, Flex Killington, Flexo Cabana, Coco, or Ears. But you're not here to learn about my love of lists and nicknames. Instead, you've come to hear about the next dynamic podcast from the Pulp Podcast Network. I haven't personally listened to this new podcast, but as its producer, I am contractually obligated to inform you about how gosh darn fantastic it is. And boy, is it. I can only assume it makes 4th of July fireworks in Washington, D.C. look like a cow's cut draped in a second grader's finger painting effort in comparison. But Cody, you ask, what is this truly epic podcast, and what is it about? I'm not exactly sure, but I can tell you this. In life, the great hero Hercules faced twelve labors. He fought the Nemean Lion, the Lernaean Hydra, the Cerberus, the Hellhound of Hades. He stole the girdle from Hippolyta, Queen of the Amazons. He even traded barbs with an animated James Woods, and his sucker punched the mighty Thor in the face. But now, he faces a greater challenge than all of those tests combined into one giant ball of challenge. Now, Herc must face off against his most challenging foe in Pulp Podcast Network's thrilling new show. Coming soon, to a speaker near you, we hope you enjoy Hercules vs. the Podcast. Hercules possessed a strength the world had never seen. Hercules! 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 Hercules. Hercules? Hercules! deliver us from this curse. Hercules!
0: Hercules! Strongest man of mine. No man is superior to
2: Hercules.
1: This is been a Flexco production.